Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Jennifer Pollerin. She is an accomplished screenwriter, founder of Film Forward, and president of 8th Eye Productions. Jennifer, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Happy to be here. All right. Let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started? I started off as an actress in Hollywood and um, got some little bit parts on 90210, Melrose Place, Party of Five, did a national commercial with Billy Blanks from Tybo and was on MTV Cribs with Puck, who's a dear friend, um, for his house, which was quite an experience. Um, and I found that I really didn't really want to be in front of the camera. I wanted to be more behind the camera. And that's where Dennis Jarvis came in. He was the surf advisor on Point Break for Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Um, He's an old school OG surfer, Um, a winner, like he owns Spider Surfboards in Hermosa Beach, very well-known surfboard company. And I came to him with an idea and he was in the running for one of the top 10 directors for Project Greenlight with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And he was like, I love your ideas. Let's like play around. I had no idea how to write a screenplay. All I know is I wanted to try it. So um, Dennis and I, Dennis taught me how to actually how to break down and write a screenplay the proper way and utilize my talents and creativity in such a way that I've worked with box office hit screenwriters as an apprentice and um, started developing my own concepts. Okay, so I'm sure the longer version is in a book or should be in a book or a movie somewhere um, <laughs> with the rags to riches story. So what was your first screenplay that you wrote? It was called Get a Life. And it was basically how, um, it was like the Wizard of Oz meets Hollywood is the best way to describe it. Um, each character in, in the script represented a character in the Wizard of Oz and it was about like the whole paparazzi thing and how everything was kind of like fake and people just couldn't get a life and they're so obsessed with celebrities. And it was a really great plot and I had a lot of great feedback on it. I actually took it to the same people. Nick Cassavetes had a group called Fine Arts Entertainment on Camden Drive in the penthouse. 
in Beverly Hills and I pitched it to one of the ringleaders and they were looking for like three and four hundred million dollar budget action films at the time and this wasn't that but the feedback that I got from one of the ringleaders was you're on the cutting edge with your concepts and your ideas so keep going and that was like a huge win for someone who pitched to some big people and I manifested this connection in the most amazing way. Um, so I kept going and I ended up giving that script. <laughs> I had the script handed directly into Keanu Reeves' hands, which was kind of a cool and magical thing. That is incredible. And then you've had quite a storied career since then. Um, talk a little bit about uh, your journey. So I went on because the whole paparazzi thing was blowing up. I think it was the year 2004, 2005. The paparazzi was just getting, they were getting in people's faces. They were doing things that were like downright dangerous and could cause accidents and livelihoods to be at stake. And I came up with this concept called paparazzi payback where the celebrities punk the paparazzi. It's a reality show based on the show Punked. And basically what happens is the, the celebrities would stage some sort of weird, like messed up scenario, like Winona Ryder at the time was um, caught for shoplifting. And so I staged a scenario where she would be at the Ivy where all the paparazzi hang out and all the celebrities hang out and they're there with their cameras and their telephoto lenses all the time. And then we would like stage a scenario where this woman would have like shopping bags from like every major store from Neiman Marcus on. And the lady would get up and go to the restroom and we have hidden cameras everywhere. And Winona Ryder would get up and start stealing things out of the bags and the paparazzi are taking pictures. So the whole point of the show was things aren't always what they appear to be. So don't buy into it. So what happened with that concept was it got a lot of hype. I had producers lined up for the show. I had a major player from KISS FM that was like a host on KISS FM lined up for the show. And ABC loved it. And they sent it to their corporate headquarters. And they were really thinking about buying the show because it was like a really big deal at the time. A year later, I get a phone call from a friend named Danny Fasulo. And she's like, Jen, I hope you're working with Ashton Kutcher because he's doing your show. And I'm like, what? So I call her back and I wanted Ashton Kutcher to be the host of my show, but I guess E! Entertainment Television, who I had pitched the show to, had went on and produced a show without giving me any credit. Wow. And it was called Pop Fiction. You can find it on YouTube. And they were using my lot, like Eva Longoria was using my log lines, let's play back their payback. It, it was pretty crazy to have gone through that experience. And on the other end of it, it was confirmation that the ideas that I've been channeling and the ideas of what I want to do to make an impact with film and television meant something, that they were good enough to be produced, whether I got credit or not. So I had an opportunity to sue and I decided not to sue because that means you're blacklisted in Hollywood. So I left LA. I moved to this little town called Taos, New Mexico. It's Northern New Mexico near the border of Colorado and the Rocky Mountains. Big ski town, Julia Roberts lives here. A lot of, a lot of great things going on here. And I met this man named David Garver. 
and he's an actor. He's been in Sicario. He's been in a lot of big films. And he had done this one man show called The Age Between Stage and Fool. And it was like, I don't know, nine or 10 different characters, monologues. He knew that I was a screenwriter. He came to me and he said, will you look at this? Can you turn this into a film? And I said, I could turn one of the characters into a film. So we picked Danny O'Shea, which turned into The Walking Shadow of Danny O'Shea, in which we produced, raised $50,000 for and filmed here in this little town of Taos and had like a stellar crew, like our gaffers and our electricians and our camera people worked on things like the Lone Ranger. Like they've worked on really big projects. And it was about a former actor that became a hitman and he performed Shakespeare for his victims. So the best way to describe it would be Boondock Saints meets Macbeth. Okay. And it was pretty much the head of this town. Um, it was kind of a big deal. We had a Grammy Award winner that starred in our film and we went to film festivals and it was my directorial debut in film. And it was a great experience. And since then I've been apprenticed to the box office hit screenwriter, Mark Miller, who wrote A Walk in the Clouds with Keanu Reeves. He also wrote the box office hit Savannah Smiles, and he's done a lot of TV show writing, like the Jeffersons and some of the old school stuff. Um, he's 96 years old. My dad, who's a producer and owns a lot of his intellectual property now, and I still are working towards getting one of his films produced. Um, and now I'm at the point where I am one of the co-founders of a company called Film Forward. And we basically service the underdogs of film, like um, the independent filmmakers that maybe had a film in a film festival. My partner, Karen Criswell, is currently the film liaison for Albuquerque. There's 50 films slated to film in New Mexico, where I live in 2020. And she's very busy right now. She was formerly the vice president of operations for Steven Spielberg at DreamWorks and Amblin Entertainment. So what we're trying to do is help the underdogs with her, her genius budgeting and how she's turned $3 million budget films into a million. And my writing skills, her producer and my writing skills have combined forces and we are here helping people to do things on their terms without the studios. So that is an absolutely incredible journey. You've overcome some adversities along the way. What do you think some of the biggest lessons you learned were? <laughs> Don't give up. Don't take no for an answer. The Wachowskis who did the matrix got 220 no's before they got their first yes. Warner Brothers is probably pretty happy about that considering the Matrix franchise and the Matrix 4 is about to come out soon. Um, they just filmed it in Berlin, I believe, and in San Francisco last year, and they're in uh, post-production now. So we know how big that franchise is. Um, Walt Disney got 300 no's before he got a yes from Banks for Disneyland. So I just think of don't take no for an answer. You believe in your idea. You believe in your project. You just give it all you have. And there's going to be someone, there's going to be someone that's an angel somewhere along the way that's going to have the contacts or the connections 
And that's how it's always worked for me. I've always been led to, I mean, my script, my first script that I ever wrote got put into the hands of Keanu Reeves, an A-list actor without going through agents. So what advice would you give to someone who's starting out now and is starting from scratch? How do they get an agent or a manager in today's day and age? How do they get their writing looked at? What would you tell them if, if they were starting out? Okay, so this is an interesting question because as an actress, you have to like send your headshots and all the work you've done to tons of casting directors and agents to even be considered. Do you know how I got my first agent? I was waiting tables at a, a little brewery in Hermosa Beach. I was in my 20s and this woman seemed sad. So I bought her a round of beers to cheer her up and comped it for her and told her, you seem sad and I just wanted to cheer you up. And she's like, you're so amazing. I am sad. I had someone in the hospital. What do you do? And I said, well, I wait tables, but I'm really an actress. She said, well, I'm an agent. Here's my card, call me. So to me- It's not exactly scalable. <laughs> it's not, but like the way that I work is not, doesn't work that way. Like I have been kind to people and that kindness has been returned and my integrity and my authenticity as a human, just genuinely caring about people opens the doors. You can go do all the things that everybody tells you to do, but that's never how I've had my openings. So I don't, I feel like just being your true self and being kind to people really opens a lot of doors. And the universe responds to that and it sends you the magic door openings. And that's what's always worked in my life on every single level. And that's what I trust. I don't trust the standard ways of doing things. They don't work. How has the COVID pandemic affected your business? Well, we have literally launched our business Film Forward LLC right the month before COVID hit. And so everything just went to a halt. However, my partner, Karen, has been having these conversations. She's involved in like the high level of South by Southwest in Austin. She has tons of connections across the board. She's pitched our idea to many people. The idea and the concept of what we're trying to do here is cutting edge and it's opening a lot of doors for us. And Taos is really where I live, is opening up. Um, there's a film, an independent feature film coming here and they want to talk to us and there's other connections that want to talk to us and I just trust that if your heart is aligned and centered in intention and integrity the door is open that's just the bottom line you can like follow all the guidance of what everybody tells you to do online that that has literally never worked for me it's just being a really kind, caring human has worked for me. That's what's opened doors for me. And it's opened tons of doors. Absolutely incredible. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I love telling a story and writing about something that I'm really passionate about that I know is going to make a difference in someone's life. What? Are, where do you, where do your ideas come from now? Right now, I have set forth the intention or the call into the universal realm that I am looking for a true story 
that's impactful and inspirational that I feel really lit up about inside that I would go and write from my heart. And I have tons of Hollywood connections, one in particular, that's really big, where I could take that idea and bring it to the light. Because this person that I'm aligned with, and I won't say his name, but this person that I'm aligned with is aligned in telling stories that have impact and inspiration in people's lives. And he has huge connections in, with all the networks that are doing the films right now. Are some of your favorite resources that you go back to reread, re-listen to, re-inspire you? <laughs> okay, so Christopher Nolan, Batman Begins. I was taught by Dennis Jarvis to, if you're going to write a genre film, take your favorite film of that genre, watch it, download the internet movie script database um, version of the script and look at the script, look at the movie, break it down beat by beat and take the beats of your idea and install them using those beats. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, even Aaron Sorkin, who's the top, one of the top paid screenwriters in Hollywood, he says great writers don't like they, they basically steal outright. Like I'm not stealing the actual concept. I'm stealing the model. So I hate to use the word steal, but swipe. Oh, we all base our models on somebody else's model that works. Let's just face it. Let's just be real with each other. So the way to write a great script is to look at the model of a, a script in the genre of what you're trying to create and create your model based on that model that works. That's not, that, that, that makes great sense. Um, for our viewers and our listeners who want to learn more about the things that you're doing, where is the best place for them to go to find you? www.filmforwardllc.com. Awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. This has been Seth Green with Jennifer Pellerin of filmforwardllc.com. Jennifer, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, Seth. And thank you to everybody else listening. Thank you for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.